Ag Tire Talks Driving Yield Through Tire Technology, sponsored by Michelin Agriculture. James Tushner with Ag Tire Talk here. I'm with Greg Gilland, Vice President of Global Agriculture with Maxim Tire. Welcome to the program. Thank you, James. Glad to be with you today. Well, good, good. Well, we got some exciting, uh, pro- an exciting product to talk about today. It's the Agile Extra series. And um, I'm looking at the size array, um, often coined as flotation. You've got 560 R22.5 on the low end and all the way to 71050 R26.5. So, Greg, this is a brand new tire for you. Yes, it is. It's an evolution to our original family of flotation tires, which is the Float Extra. We developed the Agile Extra uh, as a three-part uh, complementary solution to our brand offer. And the, the, the advantages of the Agile Extra is that it is a nylon casing uh, product with steel belts, which gives us the ability to float and flex, uh, which is a little more limited with steel. Steel gives you, call it long-term endurance and resistance, but doesn't necessarily give you that soil flexibility that you're looking for. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but the steel belts really does two things. Number one, it dissipates that heat a little bit better. And also, it really makes that footprint real nice and flat. Yes, it does. It, it, it does exactly as you said. It does dissipate heat, uh, but it provides three different functions related to that footprint. It gives you a much more stable footprint and distributes the uh, tire contact patch onto either hard soil or soft soil which does three things on an ag machine. One, it increases your traction. Two, it reduces your fuel consumption because it better transfers the machine torque. And three, gives you improved stability, which are all critical in an I3 product, primarily designed for transport and speed, which allows you to be have better efficiency and productivity. Well, good, good. So the first thing I wanna talk about it's a little bit different than Float Extra from a casing construction standpoint. Correct me if I'm wrong, Float Extra is an all-steel casing where this is a steel belt. So is that correct, first of all? That is correct. The Agile Extra is a nylon casing, where our Float Extra is a steel casing, steel belt. Uh, The Agile Extra is a nylon casing with steel belts. Okay, and you chose that um, steel, all steel casing, right? Um, for the float extra, just for a little bit more durability. Is that correct? That is absolutely right. And it was the original inception of the float extra was designed to the European market specifications where both load and speed are significantly, uh, more demanding and tighter requirements are made. Uh, we designed the agile extra to complement that line but also to give us more flexibility in other markets of the world, specifically North America, US, Canada, and the Australian, New Zealand market, uh, where the rigor of steel belted casing was not as stringent, which gives us better flexibility from a product standpoint, from a value price standpoint, and also allows us to develop other technologies. Well, excellent, excellent. So one of the things that struck me about Agile Extra it's directional and it's got a pretty large void ratio. So why don't you talk about really why you arrived at this I3 tread design and um, just give us a little bit of background of how the tread design came about. Well, in essence, um, one of the challenges that we discovered with our float extra is in very heavy 
soft soils, uh, especially if we think of areas in the upper Midwest of the United States where the loam uh, conditions are thicker than other markets in the world, it's not that the float extra doesn't work, it's that it's challenged in terms of the self cleanout. It requires significantly more tire rotation and movement in, in different soils to, to do the self cleaning. So part of the intended, the tread design of the Agile Extra was to create a casing that would be uh, flexible, but at the same time have a better self cleaning capability, which again transmits to better torque, better traction, better footprint contact patch, which improves the productivity of the machine. Uh, obviously the I3 tread was designed because of the amount of rubber required and then the loads and speeds that that family of products needs to be effective in the market. Yeah, you know, and you coined it I3, and correct me if I'm wrong, but really you've got three different options on the, you can do an I1, which is coined more of a rib tread, and I2, which is a little bit more aggressive, and I3 is on the end of the spectrum when it comes to being um, most aggressive when it comes to tire rim. Is that correct? That is correct. I mean, obviously an I3 brings you closer to an R1 type tread design where you have a little more of a chevron and more of a, of a call attractive footprint. Uh, but the advantage of the I3, and I guess, you know, what's interesting is as we continue to evolve with tread designs, I think all of us are skirting in the edge of what the design could <laughs> yes. be, would be, Amen. how does it best suit the rules, uh -huh. et cetera. If you look at our design, some of our competitor designs, uh, there are some similarities, but I would argue that the traditional, uh, call it I3, R1 type traction design is evolving as the market and the machinery it is, it is. is moving at a faster rate to higher transport. And the transport piece, the, the, the call it speed, road, uh, road speed uh, transportation requirement is driving a lot of the functionality and how the tread design is evolving. Well, excellent. So it's directional. So, and it's free rolling in the applications. Is that, did you do directional? Because it's regardless of whether or not it's free rolling or a traction tire, it still cleans out better. Is that the reasoning behind going with a directional? The, the, the idea of the directional is just for the self clean out. Okay. If you look at the lug to void as the tire operates, part of how the channels between the lugs are designed is to create enough of a motion and flexibility that it channels any mud or water off of the design to maintain the tractive effort. Um, obviously, we didn't just come up with a design out of the blue. There was a lot of engineering and design work yeah, that yeah. went through it to maximize the tractive effort of the tire uh, in the I3, call it tractive mentality. Nice pun for maximize, by the way, Greg. I enjoyed that. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> All right. When so, I don't do good looks, I, I do in puns. Uh, yeah, right. So the other thing that's striking and uh, that it, it's almost got a continuous angle on the edge, it's very high void ratio. And then towards the center, it's got a very lower void ratio. I assume that um, center lower void ratio is for better roading. Is that correct? Absolutely. It's all about creating that stable central lug position that then will allow you to distribute the load across the tread face. 
Excellent. Okay, so we're talking about a D-speed rated tire, 40 miles per hour. You've got, um, let's just start with the lower end of the range, 560 R22.5, 560 45 R22.5. What's that lower end meant to fit? Are we talking about like large balers and stuff or well, like, what is it? Yes, it's a combination of things, uh, James. Um, a lot of the, the initial force sizes released were designed primarily for the European market. Uh, I would argue that 560, even the 710 is becoming a larger size, not only on tankers and implements, uh, but also on spreader carriers. Yep. And uh, now we're also seeing it on balers. Um, so the initial four sizes were designed to meet an urgent European uh, requirement. And as we continue to add sizes, we do have North American sizes. Obviously, some of those sizes are North American market sizes. But in the European market, uh, those that size range is already core market. So there was kind of a two-part approach to this. Let's bring the right product out. Let's also meet the market need and then fold it back into the various markets as we require. Okay. So on the higher end of the range, you've got a 650, 55R26.5. And a 71050R26.5, that's getting to the manure segment, uh, is it not? Yes, absolutely. The manure segment and the heavy load segment, uh, which is traditional in the European market, uh, specifically on larger towed uh, manure carriers that have to transport from field to field. So the, what, the much larger, wider footprint lines up nicely with what I would call the super single tractive mentality that we see in the European market, where we tend to be dualed and uh, row fed in terms of how tires are fit onto the tractors, harvesters, et cetera, in the North American market, in the European market, they prefer the much fat, wider tires. So that combination gives a maximum traction without compromising the integrity of what we want the tire to do on the, uh, on the towed implement, so to speak. Okay, so these are all standard type tires. Um, what are you going to do some VFs as well? Well, that's the advantage of our new Agile Extra design and the nylon steel combination is that it opens up the envelope of opportunity to be able to consider VF developments, uh, which once again, uh, the ag market is continuing to evolve towards um, higher load derated uh, level of flexibility. And we're seeing that shift now accelerate on implements. You know, historically, we kind of saw the radialization of tractors and harvesters and sprayers. Then we saw the evolution of VF technology. Well, I think the farming market has finally figured out that we need that VF technology, that radial technology in the implements, so you can reduce that whole compactive equation on the soil, maximize yield. So in, in long words, the answer is yes. The Agile Electra gives us the envelope of opportunity to develop VF solutions as we look at market opportunity, not only in Europe, but in North America as we go forward. Well, it's a little bit easier to make that VF construction too when you've just got a steel belt as opposed to all steel carcass. Is that correct? That's correct. And it just has to do with how the casing flexes. Obviously, uh, composite materials like nylon, Kevlar, polyester, are significantly more flexible uh, than steel, right? Steel gives, us, steel gives you tensile strength. It gives you a lot of advantages 
in terms of load. What it doesn't give you is the flexibility that you need sometimes in the ag world where we're operating at significantly lower uh, air pressures than call it your traditional TR, industrial, even truck tires. So we need to have materials that can flex to the soil equation to minimize compaction. Well, that's awesome. Okay, very good. So yeah, and when it comes to the footprint, just to recap for our listeners, we're not talking about, you know, widening the section with that. When we're low in those air, air inflation pressures, we're talking about deflecting more. Of course, you can read up on that on the blog, but right. then elongating that footprint to really create that snowshoe effect. So Absolutely. Yeah, with mean, the four- keep in mind, the longer your footprint based on your air pressure, the better your tractive effort, the better your you're reducing your slip rate, your increase your fuel efficiency, and you reduce the impact on the soil in terms of compaction. Amen. So all of that has a combined effect that maximizes the productivity of the tires that you're using. Very good. So it looks like you've got about eight sizes here. Do you have a benchmark or an idea how many sizes we're going to be looking at in total when this thing's about done? Uh, I can't officially tell you because then I'd have to, you know, it's a double super nuclear secret. And then sure, I'm yeah, yeah, no. giving away the secret of the house. But yeah. let's just say that this is the beginning, the first echelon of products. Uh-huh. Uh, there'll be additional sizes that'll go to that. And as we evolve forward, uh, the idea is to evolve uh, the product to include VF technology. So then we'd have standard products in the Agile Extra design and then VF products as required. All right, Greg. Well, I'm going to take a stab at doing a summary, a recap of sorts, and then you can see if I hit all the points. All right. That's so uh, we got the Agile Extra, and we've got all kinds of flotation sizes in an I3 design, starting out with 22.5 and 26.5 inch rim diameters. Directional tread design, steel belt, and we're going to ultimately see the sizes here, not only in standard construction, but also VF, enabling 40% less air pressure. Um, or 40% more load. And, oh, oh, you're right. Thank you. Thanks for adding that. So that, that's the piece I missed. You got me. So uh, what, what else did I miss, Greg? Did I get it? No, I think I think you nailed it. Uh, I would also suggest that uh, our Agile Extra looks uh, sexy. What can I say? A good-looking tire always sells. So how's that I'm for a final comment? It, it is a truly innovative tread design. Great to see this kind of stuff. And um, you know, one of the reasons we're doing implement tire trends here shortly because that market has changed and evolved. So uh, great Absolutely. to have you on the program and talk about this innovative new tread design. Fits right in with our driving yield through tire technology premise. So that's a wrap, Greg. Thank you. Thank you, James, for including us and looking forward to the next evolutions. Have a great day.